Welcome to the Going North Podcast, where we will deliver you tips and techniques to advance yourself in anything you decide to do in life. I am your host, Dom Brightman, and every Thursday, I will interview authors, especially self-published ones from various walks of life, who will deliver you information and inspiration to help you charge forward. On a quick side note, be sure to check out my book, Going North, on Amazon.com. It's available ebook, paperback, and audio book. Now let's get on with the show. And today on the Going North podcast, we have you guessed it, another author, but not just any author, because this guy is a result-seeking, lifelong learner of leadership, vision, pursuit, and entrepreneurial endeavors, and he's also a leader, consultant, and a mentor with a wealth of knowledge to share, and after reading this gentleman's book, I agree with that wholeheartedly because it is really great. He is the author of the book, Success Moments, Keep You Motivated. And I'm talking about the one, the only, Dr. Torre A. Stocker. How are you today, sir? I'm doing phenomenal, man. I'm so grateful to be on your show today. Thank you so much. Oh, my pleasure indeed. My pleasure indeed. So tell us a bit about yourself and what inspired you to write this great book, Success Moments. Well, I'm actually from Columbia, South Carolina. Uh, like you said, I'm a lifelong learner. I've actually been in school a long time. I have my bachelor's from Benedict College in Business. I have my master's in business from University of Phoenix. And I have some doctoral work in business and entrepreneurship from Walter University. So I believe in getting as much education as you can while you can. So I'm a, I'm a learner. I'm a lifelong learner. I love learning. I love learning something new every day. I have, I have My library is very deep. So I have plenty of books to read at any given moment, pretty much any opportunity to do research or find out new concepts or new business principles, I'm all for it. I am, like I said, from Columbia, South Carolina. <clears throat> I'm married um, with two children, one is 17 and one is three. Big gap there, but I, I love being an example and, and showing them uh, what it is to be an entrepreneur and what it is to live the best life. And I have no complaints regarding anything I've, I've done uh, in my life. My book, Success Moments, what drove me to write that? Man, I, I love conversations like we're having today. Um, I love conversations about success, about leadership, about obstacles and challenges. And I, I, I love to figure out what things have attempted or tried to hold people back and what tools or resources are needed to keep them motivated to go straight through it. Uh, we're at the very beginning of a new year. And even after a couple of days or a couple of weeks, some resolutions are out the window already. So my goal and my, my is that I seek to assist individuals with maintaining their momentum, uh, maintaining their vigor, maintaining their persistence and their perseverance to get everything and do everything they can to stay on the right track um, to reach their goals. So I don't want people to get distracted or deterred 
from that which they know they're called to do and called to be, but I want to assist them with staying on the right track to, to accomplish all and then to achieve success in every area of life. That is great indeed. And I like what you said about the fact that we're in the new year and some resolutions are thrown out the window already. <laughs> it's like, it's like yep, I'm going to start that diet. It's like, nah, no, nah, I'll just wait. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it, it, it's going to take something to keep them, keep them focused. So, you know, the, the book pretty much is not a devotional. It's not one you can just sit and read in one sitting. But what I've done, I've, I've allowed it to be almost like a conversation piece. So you can read it, you can consider the moment of success that it's talking about, and it gives you an opportunity in the book to write down your thoughts and how you think that that thought can assist you in achieving success. So it's something that you can review now and then review later. I'll come back to it months from now, whatever. But uh, it's going to take it's going to tools like my book to assist individuals with with, with uh, maintaining their momentum, maintaining their push to make it happen this year and any year for that matter. Yeah, it's true indeed. It, I, think it was, I think it was Zig Ziglar who mentioned how folks need motivation every day just like bathing. <laughs> so Yeah, you need it. You have to have it. You have to have it. Yeah, and it can be really hard to stay motivated. So are there any tips in particular or just one of the 50 thoughts that really sticks out to you the most that really just helps you personally stay motivated? Oh man, that's that's a hard one. That's a hard one. You know what? What I would say this: there there are a couple of them. I can't really pinpoint one, but immediately um, I'm thinking about it right in this very moment. One of the thoughts talks about wasting time, and we really don't have we don't have a lot of time or any time to waste. We're all given 24 hours in a day. We're all given seven days in the week. We're all given 365 days in the year. But what separates us is what we do with that time. And the one another principle that talks about that is talked about in the book is time management versus time investment. We can manage time all day. We can manage to sit and read for two hours. We can manage to write. We can manage to do this and manage to do that. But what is the return on the invested time? So I don't even deal with um time management anymore. I manage my time very well. I manage to to delegate responsibilities of my time throughout the day. But now I'm more so on time investment to where once I invest this time, I want to find out what is my return on it. What did I learn in those two hours of reading? What did I gather or, or come to a conclusion about in those two hours or one hour of simply writing? So it's all about what we do with our time, how we invest our time, and then at the end of the day, what do you receive as a result of that time investment? So time, um, I, I deem to be very essential, uh, very necessary, but at the same time, I, I, I really hone in on, on, the, on the necessity or the, um, the need to invest your time wisely, and then from there find out what those returns on your investment are. So it's all about time. That's one of the main main components in the book. It's talking about time. So that's one of the main things I would really really impressed upon people. It's not don't waste your time. We don't, we don't have time to waste. Amen about that, man. <laughs> I mean, like time it it's finite and you can't get it back. 
And you're right, we all get the same amount of time, the, whole, the 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year, and it's and it's really what you do with what you have that separates you from the rest of the pack. I mean, it's very, very true. I mean, especially since in the beginning of the year, even got news that a classmate of mine that I went, went to school with back in high school, he passed away two days after New Year's Day after proposing to love his life, and he was only in his 20s. He was about 26 when he passed. And I'm like, wow. 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 Yeah. Well, so yeah, it's, it, it, it's, it's real out here with the time. You can't waste it at all because death, it, it, it shows no respect to persons. Right. You're right. You're right. So with the time piece as well, what trials did you have to overcome to help you realize the importance of time? Man, one thing that you the one the first thing you overcome as a, a result of having time prevalent in your life is procrastination. You know, you don't because in most cases you think that okay, you want me to accomplish this, I can push that off to later, and then you know come back to it later on and finish it. But why, why, why settle? for pushing off an idea or pushing off an item to accomplish when you can accomplish it now. And the thing about it is that is this. I, one thing I impress upon in the book is that we oftentimes settle for mediocrity when greatness is a standard for your life. So, yes, you can push that item off. You can push that thing off to, the, to later on and then perform it in the last minute or complete it in the last minute, but that's not going to be your best piece of work. That's not going to be your best effort. If you allow yourself to jump on it now, start it now, and then from there, it gives you time to go back and enhance it. That allows you to go back and look over the idea again, look over the thought again, uh, review it, revise it, and then come to a final piece. That's when you allow your greatness to spill over into it. But if you wait to the very last minute, that's when you're relying on simple, um, your gifts and talents alone, you know, just the basic core of you to perform a task. So I, I really believe that procrastination is one of the main challenges or main um, hindrances of of, use, of using time effectively. It's true, especially when you got so many other things out there trying to get your attention. <laughs> so what advice would you give to someone who's finally found their why and they're looking to put their efforts into publishing their first book, what advice would you give to them? Man, uh, I would say make sure you have a plan. Don't just go into the writing process and think that you're going to sit there and this is not a research paper, (laughs) this is not an essay, this is not a journal entry, but this is a well-thought-out piece of work that is going to establish you as an expert in a specific field. Uh, one thing I learned during my doctoral studies is that, you know, it never came down to fulfilling a 1,500-word paper or 5,000-word paper. One thing that all my professors told me is that you write until the thought is complete. I mean, you continue writing until the thought is complete. So in writing a book, uh, whatever the subject matter, whatever the purpose, whatever the theme of the book is, don't limit yourself or don't even gauge the success or uh, 
Oh, yeah, the success of the book based on the length of the project. Don't look at 100 pages in a Word document prior to formatting as your goal. Don't set yourself up to say, I'm only going to write 120 pages. No, but what you need to do is have a plan. Put a, put a plan in place to say, this is what my theme is, this is what my topic is, this is what my title, title of the book is. From there, there are so many different um, uh, programs out there to assist with writing. Now, one thing about me with writing my book, I looked at people like John Maxwell. That's my favorite author. He's a leadership guru. Um, I look at him, and I, I was like, how is this guy pushing out two and three books a year? How in the world, after 40 years old, 40 years of age, this guy has like 30 books on the shelf. There's no way in the world he's sitting there at a laptop or whatever and writing a book. And I found the tool. Now, number one, he wasn't using this tool all the time. He had ghostwriters. So he would sit with individuals, and those individuals would, would pen his thoughts and write his things down. But there are also software packages out there. I found a software package called Dragon. And this software allows you to talk to your laptop or talk to your phone and it transcribes directly to your to your laptop. So there are many days uh, I didn't feel like sitting there and typing, but I can I can easily get the thoughts out because I was I was able to talk you know just talk it out just as you do on the phone with an individual. You may find yourself walking um, down the street, or you may find yourself on your lunch break or while you're driving, and a thought may come to your mind. You're like, oh my God, I need to get somewhere to write this down. No. Just get your voice memo on your phone. Record it while you're driving if you're careful, or if you can pull over, record that voice memo, get that thought out. And what the software will do, it will allow you to either record it directly back or you can plug in that audio that you recorded and allow it to go straight into your Word document or whatever as you're typing. So that's one of the first, that's one of the first things you need. You need a plan. How are you going to accomplish this? How long do you expect your book to be? Think about your, your graphic work for your cover, on the front and back cover. You know, give, make sure you have place enough for your bio, table of contents, all of that formatting information. And once you have that all done, then you can, can consider whether you're going to go to a publishing company, if you want to go do your own self-publishing. I did self-publishing through CreateSpace, um, and CreateSpace allowed me to really have a hands-on attempt at everything from the graphic to the formatting to laying everything down to placing the order for my books to setting it up on Amazon and Barnes and & Noble and different electronic um, resellers. So it gave, it gave me an opportunity to see those things um, hands-on. Um, so you want to definitely have a plan in place to where you outline, you plan, you focus, you streamline, and have a seamless way to not be overwhelmed but accomplish everything in the book writing process. And then from there, once the book is released, uh, once you've gotten it edited and you have your celebratory event, you know, invite people to an event to share or to hear what you've done, and at the same time they can purchase your book. So you want to just have a way to celebrate. It's a major accomplishment. It's almost like graduating with a degree. It's almost like getting married or having your first child. This is something you toiled over 
for months and in some in some cases years. So you want to make sure you have something in place to celebrate it and make sure people understand that this is something you've been doing for a long time and you want them to take part in the celebration of the activity. So I believe that writing a book um, is, a, is a reason to celebrate. And I, I, I'm, I'm, ready. I'm I'm about to write my second book, so you can expect to hear some more things from me as well. Woo-hoo. Some good things you noted there, especially the Dragonfly software, of <clears throat> just basically speaking your book into existence. <laughs> because there, there's that's some exactly days, it. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> there's just some days where it's like, man, I do not feel like typing. <laughs> exactly. Oh, actually, exactly. Right. <laughs> Exactly. It's a, it's a great tool. And when I found that tool, I, that was a gold mine for me. A gold mine. So I, I loved it. Yeah, with being a speaker, too, it's like, yes, I got this. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love it. And then think about it. I have the opportunity at my church. I can even go into my church and record audio um, through our system to, to do, like, MP3s or to do podcasts and things like that. So anytime you have a have a, have a a door that opens up to you to to maximize on, on your moments and to maximize on the artistry of what you're doing as a speaker, as an author, you need to make sure you use those tools um, because everyone doesn't have that. Everyone does not afford those opp- opportunities to have that type of quality work done. So um, I'm, I'm grateful um, to have those things at my fingertips. Beautiful indeed. Beautiful indeed. So speaking of books, do you plan on having an audio program too? As well, is it like an audio book? Yeah, yeah, I do. I definitely plan to do that. Um, haven't done it yet, um, because with this book, man, if I sat down, I wrote this book last year. No, no, no I wrote this book in 2016. I released it in 2017. If I were to sit down right now and try to do an audio book for this book, it would be almost a revision because it's so much that I, I've experienced since releasing the book that will cause me to actually enhance what I've already written. So the audio book will be almost essentially a vision of the book I've already written. But what I'm planning on doing is definitely revising it because it's going to be – that audio book would be almost like a, a program that you'll be going through, almost like a webinar almost. But um, there's so many additional tools I want to include with with the revision. But then definitely when I write my next book, it won't be so much of a – it'll be very thought-provoking once again, but it won't be segmented into 50 different areas or 50 different thoughts, but it'll be an easy read straight through. So I'll be able to easily flow straight through it without having to second-guess or elaborate on a point, uh, I'll be able to, the book the book itself would have had enough elaboration in it um, to make sure the thought is, is understood and and, and finished. Uh, I guess it goes back to that phrase your professor used to tell you: "Write until the thought is complete." Right? Exactly, man. So I, I, I'm ready for that book. Uh, it probably won't be released until next year, if not the end of this year. But I, I know that it's going to be one. That's pretty much going to just talk talk mainly about just you know the, the birthing of vision or the birth the birthing of entrepreneurial endeavors. So it'll be something that's going to help individuals not be overwhelmed by the process 
but just come up with a plan like we just talked about in every area um, to see their vision come to a reality. That's right, because if you got a vision, you got to try to make it turn into a reality eventually. You can't just go exactly. to the grave with your vision. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So speaking of visions, what books have inspired you the most to take action? Man, so many of them. Um, every John Maxwell book, Amen. 21 Irrefutable <laughs> Laws of Leadership, uh, that's the foundation. Talent is not enough. I love Steve Harvey's Act Like a Success. Recently, I started reading Destiny and Soar by T.D. Jakes. As a man thinker, those, those books really mold or have molded my personal and professional lives. So but I'm telling you, my, my library is so intense. I have so many books in my library. I'm able to go and pull from those resources. One book I know I read a couple of years ago, I think I'm, I mentioned it in the book as, in my book as well, was uh, Rick Warren's Purpose Driven Life. And the thing about that book, I never read that book in its entirety. I'll be truthful. I never read that book in its entirety. I read the first chapter of that book. And that first chapter of that book starts off by saying, it's not about you. And I believe that once you gain an understanding that everything you're doing, everything you're going through, everything you're attempting to accomplish in life is not about you, that's a mentality and a thought process that can really propel people to a greater sense of understanding and awareness. It's just not about you. I'm, 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 even, in that, even with my own personal life, as I learn as much as I can, as I write these books, as I go around across the country and preferably around the world speaking, it's not about me. It's about the people's lives that I'm trying to impact. It's about my family's lives that I'm trying to sustain and build a future for. It's about the legacy I'm trying to leave for my children. So it's, none of this stuff is about any, I don't. I don't gain. I, mean, I gain satisfaction because I'm able to do that which I love to do. I love to speak. I love to talk. I love to write. I love to educate. I love to feel like I'm going out and empowering people. But all of that is very minute as it relates to what it is that it it does. It impacts lives. It changes people's mentalities and people's mindsets. It allows people to have a better sense of greatness that they want to pursue in every area of life. It defines success. So individuals can go out and not settle for mediocrity. Everything I do, none of it's for me. It's not about me. And that book, that chapter, not even that book, that chapter and that sentence in that book set me up for another dimension of servanthood. So everything I do is simply to go out and serve. Everything I say while I'm on stage is simply to go out and serve. So I want to do everything I can to go out and serve every day. That's my premise. That's my motive. That's my motivation. It's fueled by. It's fueled by my need to serve. Beautiful indeed, beautiful indeed. Heck, I still remember your presentation. I believe it was the four keys to commitment, right? That's it. Four keys to commitment. Yeah, and I still, and I still even have the commitment sheet as well. It, it's really great, especially with the six different 
areas of life, the commitment to God, the commitment to prayer, exactly. family, to yeah. church, the vision, mm-hmm. to the self. Yeah. And and I'm, I'm a big reader myself, especially with John Maxwell. John, John Maxwell's re- writings have changed my life immensely. And it, oh, yeah. It's really good. Yeah, I really, I really love just the commitment. That idea came to me maybe three or four years ago. And then I really believe if individuals find themselves committed to something, that that focus will be there. So when I came up with that commitment chart, it pretty much, like I said a few minutes ago, it removes the feeling of being overwhelmed, and it really sets your schedule up every day to succeed. So I like with me, I don't have things to do list. I have success schedules, and my success schedules is inclusive of my commitment chart. So every day I'm committed to something, to do something. Every day I'm definitely going to pray. Every day I'm going to definitely read. Every day I'm definitely going to write. But something else I have to be committed to, commitment um, to my family to do something on a certain day, to my children, to my job, to my vision, um, to my church. Uh, I don't want to be, I don't want it to be to the point where, I'm giving all my time to my church, and I'm depleted by the time I come home and I have nothing to give to my family. That's completely out of order. So I want to make sure that my commitments are in line with what God wants me to do, and I don't feel like I'm um, uh, leaving something deprived of my time and energy. So that's that's where that commitment chart came from. Beautiful, and that can be really really helpful today because with with the smartphones nowadays are basically computers in your hands and they can absorb your time. Heck, people, they can. People they can. And heck, even the church, even though it's great to help out your church, if you stay in there for a little too long, you can end up in the volunteer quicksand and then the family doesn't have next to nothing time to spend time with you. So it's, it's exactly. really, really great that you made the commitment short. Oh, yeah. So what advice would you give to yourself if, with all the knowledge that you've gained and all the stuff that you've done? What advice would you give to yourself if you were 25 and 2018? If I was 25 and 2018, man, that was awesome years ago. I'd be a math to figure out how, how many years ago that would have been. <laughs> but um, 25, man, I would tell myself, keep going, number one. Keep going. I know where I was at 25. I know the energy that I had at 25. I also know the lack of focus I had at 25. So I would tell myself to definitely keep going, keep pushing. Uh, I, tell, I tell people this all the time, so I have to tell myself, your success depends on it. Your, your, your level of success, the amount of your achievement, depends on your push. Uh, I would tell myself to keep pushing, keep going, maintain your focus, um, get refocused, and just take your time. I would say that, yeah, pretty much it. Just, just take your time. I know at that time in my life I was in a rush to meet deadlines as if I had to meet deadlines. They, they, weren't, my, they weren't my deadlines. Um, though they weren't benchmarks that I set for myself. So, I would tell myself to just take your time, get your focus, and keep going. Beautiful indeed, beautiful indeed. Just keep on going. All right, so so for those at home who want to keep in touch with you, buy your book, and keep up with what you're doing, where can we find you? 
Man, the best way to get in contact with me is on the website. Um, that's www.torysocker.com. That's T-O-R-R-E-S-T-O-C-K-E-R.com. Um, all of my social media is there, my Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Google+, all of this on there. Plus, the thing about it is that when you go to that website, within five or six seconds of going there, it's going to give you a pop-up window that simply asks for your first name and your email address. If you give me that information on the website, I'm going to send you a free gift um, in the mail. Uh, I'll get in contact with you first, and then I'll send you a free gift um, to thank you for um, subscribing to the website. Then at the same time, you also know everything I have going on, all of my upcoming speaking engagements, but um, everything's on the website. You can, you can purchase a book from the website. I have T-shirts on the website. I have more products coming out, some more CDs and MP3s um, coming out from the website as well. So that's the best way to stay in contact with me. Um, that's the best way you can go on and book me for future speaking engagements. Um, I love to travel, so there's no distance too far uh, for me. So uh, if you go to the website, everything you need is right there. All right, there you have it, folks. Head over to his website, sign up for his email subscription list, and get some T-shirt swag, especially since spring will be here before you know it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Hopefully we'll see spring soon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then pick up five copies of his books and give a couple out to your friends and family. That's it. That's it. Thank you so much. Thanks a bunch for your tuning ears on the Going North podcast. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Be sure to, once again, check out my book, Going North, on Amazon.com and CreateSpace.com. And if you'd like, feel free to follow me on social media at Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, all at Dom Brightman, YouTube at Dom Brightman. And if you want to connect on LinkedIn as well, I am there at Dom Brightman as well. Go out there and make the rest of your week the best of your week.